This is a news update from the University of Portsmouth. I'm Sophie Wagstaff. A team of paleontologists from the universities of Portsmouth and Bath have discovered a new species of small pterosaur, similar in size to a turkey. We've never ever found a small toothless pterosaur with a long slender beak, rather similar to the beak of a kiwi. The University of Portsmouth's Professor David Martill tells us more. Whilst we were on fieldwork in Morocco, we discovered some amazing fossils. And amongst these fossils was a very, very small fragment of pterodactyl jaw that was long and slender, had no teeth in it, and was unlike any other pterodactyl jaw previously discovered or previously described. And then on a second field trip, just a year later, we discovered another fragment of the same animal but was the lower jaw as opposed to the upper jaw. So we've made a remarkable lower jaw of a pterodactyl that had an incredibly long and slender toothless beak. An enormous number of pterosaurs have teeth, uh, really big teeth as well. They're quite fearsome things uh, used for catching fish. A number of pterosaurs are known to have lost their teeth altogether. Famously, Pteranodon has no teeth and the giant Quetzalcoatlus also has no teeth. And these toothless pterosaurs are, generally speaking, very, very large pterosaurs and with lifestyles that might be comparable to herons and storks. But, but they are significantly bigger than herons and storks. Identifying isolated jaw fragments is, is not easy. Both of these jaw fragments that we have, they have incredibly thin bone. And then if you put the bone under the microscope and look at the surface texture, pterosaurs also have a distinctive texture to the surface of the bone. It's remarkably smooth and where it has a little bit of texture, it's like little tiny microscopic ripples. And both of these jaw fragments have this characteristic texture. And then there's one other thing that toothless pterosaurs have, and that is that on the sides of the jaws, there are some very tiny foramina where some nerves come out from inside of the jaw to the surface. And these are nerves which are probably electroreceptors, maybe chemoreceptors, for detecting prey. Now, one of the things that makes us want to go back to Morocco is the desire to try to find some more of this pterosaur because finding jaws that's that's alerted us to the presence of, the, of this animal in this cretaceous ecosystem and wouldn't it be really nice if we could find the rest of the skull or indeed the rest of the skeleton and in fact we do have some other bones uh, we have some very very strange vertebrae of a pterosaur that just might be the neck vertebrae belonging to these jaws but it's ever so ever so difficult to match one isolated bone say a vertebra or a leg bone or a wing bone with isolated jaw bones and what we need to do is we need to find an articulated skeleton these are incredibly rare but they do occur once in a while we find some associated bones and sometimes actually bones fully articulated and what we do is we keep going back in the hope that we'll make this serendipitous discovery of finding the whole skeleton one day. Thanks for listening. To find out more about Professor David Martill's paleontology research, please visit the University of Portsmouth website, www.port.ac.uk.